Hi, I'm Genevieve. And I'm Emmy. Welcome to the Sign Sisters. Broadcasting from not the North Pole, the Science Sisters is a holly jolly podcast about science for kids by kids. Plus our dad, who is not Santa, but dresses like him sometimes. Happy Ho Ho Holidays! We're back for a three-episode, jingly, jolly, frosty, most wonderful time of the yeary season. So, what sciencey stocking stuffers do we have today, girls? Well, since it's a little chillier in the basement office these days, we thought we could talk about why that is. So, the science of seasons. That's a great idea. Where do we start? Well, do you know what causes the seasons? Tell us. The seasons on Earth, like everything, light, heat, and life, starts with the sun. What do you think is the most important chemical on Earth to sustain life? Mm, I'm going to guess water. That's right. And compared to the temperature extremes of the universe, from absolute zero in space to the inside of the hottest star, the temperatures where water exists as a liquid is very small. So small, in fact, that water exists naturally as ice, liquid, and gas all on Earth. This is called the Goldilocks Zone, after Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Too far away from the star, and all water is ice. Too close to the star, and all water is gas. A planet has to be just the right distance from the sun to allow liquid water to be present on the planet. You're probably wondering how this relates to seasons. Yeah, a little. Well, the Earth revolves around the sun, and it goes around the sun once a year, right? Right. Well, the Earth isn't straight up and down with the equator always pointed towards the sun. The Earth is tilted at 23.5 degrees, meaning the Earth is leaning a little. In the winter, the northern side of Earth is leaning away from the sun, and in the summer, it's leaning towards the sun. And that's what causes the seasons. We live in the northern hemisphere, or half of the Earth. And right now, we're leaning almost the furthest away from the sun that we do all year. That makes the southern half of the Earth get more of the sun's direct rays while we're getting less of them. So with less direct sun, it's colder here, meaning more cold weather and more snow and more ice. So if it's winter here, does that mean it's summer in the southern hemisphere? Yeah, so for Mommy's friend Kara and baby Maya in Australia, Christmas comes in the summer. Santa must get hot in the southern hemisphere. A hot Christmas is not for me. I love winter weather and snow and hot chocolate. I heard that every snowflake is different. Is that really true? Well, to talk about that, we probably need to know how snow is formed. What do you think, girls? Time for a... Science break! Let's talk about snow. As you might expect, snow is formed in clouds high in the atmosphere, or sky. Water vapor in the sky slowly condensates, or collects, together. Although we can't look at every snowflake, because of how snowflakes form and the millions of ways they can grow in patterns, it's almost definitely true that every snowflake is unique, even if the differences are super small. Hey, Jenny, did you know that because the air is so cold up high, that almost all rain also forms as snow and it just melts on the way down as the air gets warmer? No, that's cool. So if every snowflake is unique, that means every raindrop was unique too. Another cool fact is that while it would make sense that more snow forms the colder it is, that's not actually true. Freezing happens at 32 degrees Fahrenheit and below, but the most snow actually falls between 32 and 35 degrees. 
Wait, I would think that too. Why do warmer temperatures give us more snow? Well, one reason is that if the air is a little above freezing, the snow partially melts on the way down and sticks to other flakes to create big, chunky snow. This is called wet snow, and it's the snow that makes great snowballs and snowmen. And if it's colder, there's no melting, so the snow is dry. Dry snow is better for skiing and other winter sports, but it doesn't really stick together much, so it can be blown around by wind really easily. We're actually going to talk more about wet ice in the next episode, so if you're curious about why ice is slippery even when it isn't wet, don't miss the next episode. Okay, that's about all for this episode. Now for some hot chocolate. <laughs> Deal. That's a wrap on the Science Sisters this time. But if you want to talk to us, email us at the Science Sisters Podcast at gmail.com or call and leave a message at 910 777 7571. If you love what we're making and you'd like to help more kids discover great science, rate and review it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps new people discover it. Thanks for listening and don't forget to wash your hands for 20 seconds and don't forget to dry them so they don't freeze. The Science Sisters was created and written by Genevieve and Emmy Britt, ages 10 and 8. Were produced and edited by me, their dad, Kyle Britt, with additional production and music by their uncle, Sven Britt. If you share this podcast with a kid who loves science, I know my girls would love to hear from them. Email us at Podcast at gmail.com or call and leave a message at 910-777-7571.